0: with a cane pole in his hand Like a boot of sitting down by the street But leads him to a corpus pale Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Hot coming in hot welcome. It is the outdoor zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yes, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. You can catch us live where you obviously found us, whatever that <laughs> source is, or you can catch us uh, 24/7 365 at uh, all of your favorite podcast outlets you can find all those podcast outlets at the new website the outdoorzone.com the outdoorzone.com has all of the links or a lot of the links the main links i would say to the podcast outlets uh thanks to beefsteak the technology wizard oh yeah clicks, uh, <laughs> clicks, you know, buttons and twist wires tie that, uh, ties stuff, obviously hints the name tie mm. and, uh, you know, he ties things together and makes them work, but, uh, we're here. We are live and beefsteak is riding shotgun with me this morning. Oh uh, this yeah. Are uh, you trying to get huh? Mm. Did I totally just ruin your whole life? Uh, your whole intro. you know
1: that's your goal I know you stay up during the week trying to figure out a way to do that
0: so I'm here planning very very carefully <laughs> how I can ruin beefsteak's <laughs> career it's, on
1: the air it's your hobby it's what you do
0: yeah so it really is it's really taking up a lot of time these days
1: you know like pinky in the brain where you're always scheming
0: Oh, my goodness. Take over goodness. the world. Pinky in the brain. I don't think that was even around when I was a kid, but it's been around for a long time. What, what are we going to do brain?
1: today, Pinky?
0: Take, Take over, over the, the world. world. Something like that, I right? can see you
1: being, yeah. Yeah. The guy with the big head. Whoa! Yeah, that's
0: definitely not uh, what I'm doing, <laughs> Oh, what I've done, what I'm looking forward to. TJ, we will mention, is, um, I nicknamed it where he was. I'm not sure if I should say that on air. You can say uh, it. Oh, we'll just call it California. <laughs> you said There's, hell on earth is what you said. Yeah, it is hell on earth. Okay, It really is. Uh, for For so many reasons, absolutely beautiful state in some areas. There mm-hmm. are places in California that northern california the redwood forest Yosemite, all of those areas and the weather man just
1: there's mm. some good unbelievable. weather
0: unbelievable. uh some of the coastal you know coastlines it just unbelievable areas it's so sad that uh that there's so many things wrong with california because it would definitely be an option if they had any you know that, that i mean they have Fantastic wildlife and and the perfect weather in some areas, you know.
1: So a a guy came into town. We brought him in for an interview. It was from Montgomery, Alabama. First time I ever been in Austin, Texas. And uh, I said, so what'd you think? Sent him downtown to go look at the bats and, you know, all that good stuff. And he goes, it reminds me a lot of L.A., Oh, Los yeah. Angeles, and well, I go. Funny, you I should think. say that <laughs>
0: it, because it is L.A. That's yeah. where most of the people came from yeah. that are in Austin
1: or coming from. Yes, there's a lot of transition of that, and it's becoming to look like it in a certain in many aspects, right?
0: But uh, regardless, he is at a at a Baptist convention in California. I said, why did they choose? And then I thought about it, you know, and I thought, well, look, you're looking to win a war, right? War meaning against sin on earth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean if we're gonna get or real evil, and get deep evil, about it,
1: evil. evil
0: yeah, a against against evil yeah, Right.
1: That's even better. Yep.
0: Uh, and uh, I I guess you can't win a battle on this planet without showing up to go to war, know, the battleground, That's right? right.
1: Got to go to war sharpen the axe.
0: You can't just, you know, you can't go to, uh, you know, the most, um, uh, God fearing faithful community in the country and expect to make any change. Cause you're not going to change anybody. Everybody already believes in God and, and, uh, fears, you know, uh, yeah, so but anyway, it, it should
1: be I, a, like a tour in Nam where they only did one year and then they were yeah. sent back, you know, you just can't take it.
0: So anyway, that's where he is. He's in California at a Baptist convention in California. And it, he said it was just too early, you know, to wake up in California. He's been there for like 28, four hours. Is he getting like he's getting acclimated to the time change. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, is he getting soft? Is that what it is? It's very, very likely that uh, that TJ is getting soft. Yeah. So, he's do you want older? My father is uh-huh. getting older, and uh, and he's... he's getting a little bit softer around the edges. You know. Oh
1: man, you're picking a fight now. He's probably going to call in. No, just no, because no, of I'm that. I'm
0: picking a. I'm not picking a fight. I'm just being honest.
1: You're picking a fight. You're picking hey do, just, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news?
0: Uh what's I going hear the on with me.
1: News. Really? I knew you'd want to hear the bad news. Yeah, get it so over with. My oh wow. Okay. My my dog and I, Spartacus, seem to be on a similar pathway in a physical sense. I uh he he was doing really rough play with a brand new coon dog that my uh my daughter got coon dogs okay. about a year old R- german shepherds don't back down man he's nine years old and uh he just he pulled a hammy or i guess busted out an acl in his knee and Did you see that too well yeah i so now i've got a torn meniscus playing what? with another dog yeah and so you were I went, playing with another dog tore meniscus. I wasn't. I wasn't playing with it. It was a it, it varies on who says which activity caused the problem, but we can get in that into that a little bit later. So I take the dog to uh, you know the clinic, and because uh, he's hopping around just like I'm hopping around, and they're like, "How old is he?" Nine years old, do you know what the life expectancy of a shepherd is? Like, you know, 10 to 12 years with a mix, maybe a little bit longer. Mm. Will you really want to do surgery? It's going to take eight weeks of you dragging him outside by hand with a cone. Uh, you know, to, <clears throat> to uh, for that full repair, they're like, mm, no, you need to put him in physical therapy or something and just put some duct tape on it and the doctor told me the same thing What about money he's like yeah that torn meniscus you know we're just gonna put you in some some physical therapy and i'm like why he goes well how old are you <laughs> and we had oh that my god whole conversation like everybody's risk, just scared to do anything and risk adversity you know going in and cutting on stuff and Instead of trying to heal it naturally, I guess. Maybe
0: you and maybe y'all can just go both go lay on the table, you know. <laughs> maybe I could go to I'm, the vet. We give you we the can sleepy ev- medicine together. You mean a two-for-one deal at the vet? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all are done, apparently.
1: Well, we're still kicking, and we're still doing good, and we both. Well,
0: you're kicking with one leg. That's
1: right, and we both act like we're just 12 years old. In dog years, I guess that would be what, three years old. Yep, yep, and yeah. personality-wise, and all that good stuff. So that's the that's the bad news. The good news is yesterday we did KOZ Kids Outdoor Zone. We take mm-hmm. uh, boys from eight to eighteen do an outdoor adventure once uh, a, a second Saturday of every month. We talked about snare traps. It was really it was hot, but you know if you do hot the right way in Texas, it's not that bad. You got to learn to deal with that.
0: You got to start your day in it.
1: Yeah. And you got to have the right attitude.
0: Yeah. If you walk out, if you try, if you've been inside in the AC, we've talked about this. If you've been inside in the AC and it's, uh, you know, 11 o'clock or one o'clock or something like that, then, uh, you know, trying to walk outside at that point and, acclimate yourself is not possible i'll tell you what's possible though with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns we say it every single week it's happening right in front of our eyes it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our rights mcbride's guns their family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special firearm, McBrides can help. You know, they've been supporting the Outdoor Zone right here for many, many years. You'll find McBrides in the same place it's been for years, 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. McBrides Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. Man, well, that is, I'll be honest, that is a bummer about your uh, your leg, uh and your dog's leg and that y'all are laid up but the one i really feel bad for is cheesecake mm. uh having to take care of both y'all whining Mm. puppies
1: well i guess the the only good news is now i do have a trusted person to work on my uh on my vehicles if i'm not able to jump down get underneath them uh And at Sun Automotive, everybody at some point needs their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. Sun Automotive Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. They have, you ready to go visit them? They have locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road North. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. SunAutoService.com.
0: All right, we'll uh, talk a little fishing on the flip side, plus your favorite segment. You get it all one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, the Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak.
1: Yeah, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into The Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on The Outdoor Zone radio network, available live at theoutdoorzone.com on Sundays, or you can pick us up 24-7, 365 at the new, well, it shouldn't say the new. It has just been updated at our website, theoutdoorzone.com. We're gonna come visit right right Cody you got back you got everything straight you got all your saddlebags unpacked you ready to go
0: I I'm, I'm working on it I'm working on it on my end so <laughs> all right. uh, yeah I'm back and I'm ready to rock welcome back to the show uh, did you tell everybody about oh uh, now Maxwell Super Center um, I was just about ready to do that. But um, you know we had we
1: uh, we cut something really quick. Uh, here it is. Yes, uh, now Maxwell is it? Uh, man, all right. So now Maxwell Superstore. Hey, there's nothing like summertime in Central Texas to get out and hit the road and enjoy Jeep Freedom this summer during Now Maxwell's Jeep Freedom Days. At the Nile Maxwell Super Center. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean that you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell Super Center will sit down with you and build the exact Jeep that best suits your needs. Build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory with more options than anyone else in town. And now Maxwell Superstore, go visit at 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at com. All right.
0: Did we get noodling, Lewis? Did he uh, catch up with us this morning? Nope,
1: he did not. I can. All right. give me a little shout
0: it's not a big deal an old fan uh, a longtime listener and and friend of the outdoor zone uh noodle and lewis uh had some stuff to catch up with us about we'll see if we can get him but uh man i it's interesting in the fishing world um the things that go on behind the scenes are we talking
1: about it a tournament
0: I'm talking in the bass fishing world particularly but I know it happens in every segment of fishing whether it's uh the redfish down on the coast fishing guides I just I it, this is a simple blanketed comment that I just find it very um are you ca-
1: very intriguing? interesting
0: huh is it intriguing to you or no got to gotta try to figure it out it's kind of annoying if I were to have to put a descriptive on it, wow. um, but just behind the scene and I know it happens, I know it happens with guides in, uh, along the coast. I know it happens with, it's just in I and I think it's human nature and it probably happens with every segment, every sport, every, everything, right. That, uh, just gossip and behind the doors comments that are made and and things that are it just uh anyway uh,
1: how how in the world what would gossip be like in in uh the fishing world
0: uh it's it's uh, i don't i don't even know why i brought that up i shouldn't have even gone into okay it. well i mean i've heard uh,
1: stuff where people are you know being accused of maybe uh doing some things a little in the gray area a little shady
0: absolutely know? I mean, and that it happens like it. Con- constantly. People don't realize it happens all the time with names that are names that are very big in the industry, and it just happens. And it's it's so annoying. It's so like opposite of the way I operate mentally that. It just drives me crazy. Like all I want to do is go catch a bass. I don't care about the drama. I don't care about how, whoever found their fish, uh, found their fish, all of those things. And it's just been, it's just, it like comes and goes, right? Like that stuff will flow through, uh, uh, the industry flow through the fishing world and everybody will get all uptight about it. And then it'll disappear and everything's good again. And then it'll come up and it's just been one of those weeks or the last couple of weeks, I guess, where some of that stuff has come up in different organizations and different, you know, just waves of comments and, and people jump on the bandwagon. I guess it happens with everything. Well, it's politics, all that kind of stuff. Do you have,
1: do you have news media that jumps in on it and tries to, promote certain negative things to cause
0: spin no and that's probably the best part of it is we have a lot of folks that uh try and get to i think i believe the biggest fishing related uh podcast or or channels uh, a lot of times try and filter that stuff until they figure out what is truth and what's not right there, there's not a bunch of dirty, uh, airing, dirty laundry <laughs> or rumors. And, uh, but it just filters through all the pages and stuff. Like I can't go on social media, you know, without seeing something somewhere. And that just gets annoying. So it's uh,
1: not about being promoted. It's about just being out there on social media, people post stuff. And then again, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: just, you know, in groups and, and different things like that. So some of that stuff's been blowing through the fishing world and it really like turns me off. Well,
1: what do you you expect from people that are so passionate about a sport?
0: Well, that's the thing, right? Is a lot of people are invested, but the problem is those that stir, make the biggest waves. And this happens in every sector of the outdoors those that stir the waves are typically those that are not invested in any form or fashion into fishing. So they're
1: disruptors. They just come in on the scene. Yeah. And uh, and we see that posers
0: as you would call them. Right. And, and that's, that's the biggest problem in our industry as a whole, whether it's fishing, whether it's hunting. And I've talked about it a thousand times. We divide ourselves as anglers and hunters and outdoorsmen, more than any, uh, anybody could, We divide ourselves when the How problem slow. is the huh. antis, the opposition are so strongly tied together, right?
1: They have a single vision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That we, uh, are so divided in ourselves that our, our front is not as strong, our Mm. initial front. If somebody goes, well, I hate fishing. I don't think you should be able to use treble hooks, Well, you're going to have fishermen that say, you're right. We shouldn't be able to use treble hooks. It's terrible. You know, when instead you should have fishermen that say, I love fishing, I don't, if it's a legal means. We should be able to allow, you know, be, be allowed to do it instead of fighting your own industry. And I'm just using treble hooks as a well that random example, but we've talked about it with high fence deer hunting versus low fence. Why do we get in arguments? Why do we bicker against each other about the same thing? We're killing animals. And filling our freezers.
1: And that. That It shouldn't matter
0: how you do it if it's legal.
1: And that should be the focus is what you're saying. That's it. And what happens is. By legal means. And we get divided on the details. Like you said. So there are high fencers and there are low fencers. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, And there's barbed hooks and barbless hooks. Yeah. Right. Like. Why does that matter if it's legal? Yes, there are some rivers and creeks or whatever that don't allow barbs, okay? But why do we say one's better than the other, or one's worse than the other? Why are we arguing against ourselves? Live bait versus artificial bait. If it's legal, it's legal. Let it go. Let's unify. So, anyway. I digress. (laughs) I've got lots of rants coming up on the show. I've been building up. So I've been working on this old farmhouse. And uh, during the week, I have a lot of conversations in my head with yourself, with myself that build up over (laughs) the week. Right. (laughs) And uh, this week, I just decided I'm just going to get them all out of my head. And so uh, it's the rant show, (laughs) it's
1: good therapy. It's therapy. This you know what, is what else is good? My therapeutic
0: show. You know what else and, is good, right? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, golly, I got to get this. I got I got. I need a bigger computer screen. Is what I need. Can you get that ordered for me, B? Sure. We'll get you. That would uh, be great. We'll just. Hey, one it. of my greatest sponsors this year, uh, Altrua Health Share. You know, I, finding affordable top quality health. Uh, care options can be tricky for sportsmen and entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua Health Share is a five hundred one c three organization that's been sharing medical needs for over twenty five years. Altrua Health Share is not insurance, however, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Altrua Health Share is a health care share uh, sharing ministry, which means members commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle choice members uh can see almost any provider or facility and you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org altrua healthshare where we care for one another all right uh coming up what are you flashing at me
1: nothing i was just gonna tell you i'm proud of us we made it through the first turn the first 30 minutes man Yeah,
0: we're getting there. We're getting there. We'll make it. We'll make it. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live at the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we're calling it home this Sunday morning. Stick around. On the flip side, news of the weird, you don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
1: I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Fish on.
0: Up uh, this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey. Hi, welcome back. It is The Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse. My name is Cody Ryan, sitting with me this morning. Beef steak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Twisting wires, tying wire. Old tie, the wire tie. There it is. That's it. The wire tie, wire tie back there. Oh man, you know wire tying fences. (laughs) You know it's an old cowboy thing. Got some wire tie. Yeah, I just figured it out. That's it. Old wire tie back there, making it happen, making us making the sound waves come through. And uh, TJ is in California. Oh man, land of the giants. But this segment brought to you by. If you're looking. For that perfect trucker suv and you can't find it let the professionals at nile maxwell gmc have one built for you just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less our team at Nile maxwell gmc will sit down with you and build out the exact vehicle that best suits your needs build it buy it and we'll deliver it right to your driveway unlike other dealerships you won't find those added charges and market adjustment addendums either Go see our friends, Niall Maxwell, GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or at nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Homemade raft recently washed up on a Texas beach and the rectangle of rusted metal is raising questions. Researchers at the Mission Aransas Reserve came across the raft while combing a stretch of the Texas Gulf coastline between Padre Island and Matagorda Island and shared a photo on social media this week. It's a mystery where it came from or who made it. Chase Tunnel, director of the Mission Aransas Reserve, the University of Texas Marine Science Institute, told the uh, McClatchy News, whoever put this thing together and brought it out to the sea uh, was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Hope the people live, <laughs> one person commented on the post. It's possible the raft was built by migrants trying to make it to America. As uh, similar makeshift rafts have been used in such cases, but there's no certainty occasionally a mission mission Aransas staff find abandoned DIY vessels on the shore, but never one this elaborate. They said, whoever was on this thing must've had a wild ride. It's made from, uh, old metal drums, apparently held together, uh, with rebar. The mast is a broken tree branch. Uh, it has, uh, clothing tied to the front, likely used to catch the wind and function as a sail. So my thoughts. Okay. On where this thing came from. We see these things. These aren't super unusual to find these floating around, uh, especially in the Gulf. Come to find out. You find a lot of these in the Gulf of Mexico on the Texas coast because of the Current currents in the ocean that make a.
1: They swirl uh, back in,
0: right? Yeah, they kind of roll up the coastline and swirl towards Texas and kind of have like a, almost kind of an eddy effect, I guess, in our Texas Gulf.
1: I think Corpus is a big one for that, that Corpus area.
0: Yeah. And, and so. They find um, medical
1: or uh, stuff from oil wells, offshore oil wells, platforms. Yeah. All
0: kinds, all kinds of parts and pieces to all kinds of things floating out there in the middle of the ocean. This is 100% either from illegal immigrants. This is my opinion. It's 100% from illegal immigrants or a redneck somewhere.
1: (laughs) A redneck. So now as a kid, I was thinking about little beef, little beef, little beef steak running around. We built a fort in our garage and tried to launch it in a pond in a local pond it's made of plywood and we had we we had tires on the bottom somehow we thought tires were going to float
0: just yeah that didn't work without
1: air in it Um, yeah no we could probably go diving out there and still find it It,
0: you made it that far (laughs) into the pond
1: it did we had it we had it on, on we, we launched it. You know, we, we had it on rollers and shoo, it it went for a little bit. You know, it was pretty Yeah, cool. that didn't work, did it? No, but I mean, you know, we, we talk about stuff like that. That's what's so exciting about the beach to me. Going to the island, going to the Gulf Coast. these Things, you never know what you're going to catch and you never know what you're going to find. What comes up? What's shore. your
0: vote? Illegal immigrant raft or a redneck?
1: I'm going to go with the, what I just talked about rednecks, little rednecks, putting something together and uh, going, you know, we can do this.
0: We can do it. It's one thing to launch one in a pond or something like that, but to launch it in the Gulf of Mexico, whether <laughs> you're, I mean, dude, you can get caught in some of those currents and be whipped out there. You'll be in Cuba so fast, you don't know what to happen.
1: I guess when you're, we don't think about that when you're full redneck status, you just want to get her done.
0: I think about it and that scares me that somebody would even attempt that. I believe it's obviously, uh, illegal immigrants. But did you see the
1: picture of it?
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was done well. Yeah. I I mean, I've seen similar
1: 55 gallon drums, you know, around the outside, right. To hold it up.
0: I've seen similar
1: and a mass and they had clothes that were going to be like a I don't know a ma- uh, y- y- what do you call now I can't even think of it you know the sheets the the sails yeah, right they were just going to use regular clothes to help They pull used
0: them. to have a similar uh thing happen in downtown Austin on Town Lake where they would uh I don't know if you remember that where they would build rafts or things like this and float them down I, and maybe it was a race i think it was they Aquafest
1: during Aquafest. Aquafest. yeah
0: they would float them down the river or the whatever and people would have all these makeshift rafts that they made it
1: was like the mardi gras on water
0: yeah you like know. a parade it they was. Would build parade floats that floated actually floated right
1: yeah and there's some crazy stuff i remember i wonder why they stopped that
0: oh you know insurance Probably, or they just it, didn't
1: like to go retrieve all the broken down, yeah, raft. all the
0: trash left in. It, which I find ironic. I was telling somebody the other day in Town Lake, right? I grew up in and around Austin, Texas, and it's it it's a much different place now than it was when I was growing up. Um, but the, it was a known thing that you did not like you washed your hands if you went into town lake or in and around town lake, like you did not eat the fish that you caught out of town. Lake, like it was a toxic wasteland.
1: Yeah. But uh, where did that come from? Isn't it from well, them trying to kill the, uh, the,
0: well, there's a power plant there that used to run on town lake too as well. But there the hydrilla, plant.
1: right. They wanted to get rid of the hydrilla because people well, don't like, it being well, I don't think dock. that was
0: the reason that the that people were saying don't eat the fish or anything. I think it was because there was a power plant back in the day uh, that used to run right there in downtown Austin. A lot of people don't know that. But uh, and I'm not sure if it was nuclear. I mean, obviously <laughs> hydro, nuclear, some type of. And so you did not eat the fish. You did not get in the water at Town Lake. Now you drive over Town Lake. What do you see? hundreds and hundreds of paddle boarders and people oh yeah soaking in it the in water on tubes and kayaks and canoes and just enjoying the beautiful water of town lake which is just kind of makes me giggle every time i drive over and go man i grew up was told that was just a toxic wasteland like <laughs> don't touch the water in town lake and now it's like you know it's the hangout for not, a weekend paddleboard sesh. Not,
1: not, not to mention the uh, fifty thousand Mexican freetail bats and the guana oh, that my is dropped gosh. every day underneath the and bridge.
0: And I'm I, I don't know that I can even discuss some of the things I've seen while fishing, uh, Town Lake, like uh,
1: people, animals, birds, people trash. living
0: under bridges that use Town Lake as. you know um literally squatters
1: some literally
0: yes literally squatters that's a great way to put it so experience the value of community banking where local matters keystone bank friends of ours come join the bank of choice for austin community members families and entrepreneurs where keystone bank founded by jeff wilkinson and his team operated right here in austin texas my locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy local relationship service, uh, relationship-based service that sets us apart. They're always they always go the extra mile to help our neighbors reach their financial goals through authentic connections and exceptional service. I, Cody Ryan, can back that statement. They will take great care of you. I talked to them just this week. Um, I have accounts there at Keystone Bank. They're fantastic people to deal with. To learn more, or get started with a Keystone account. Visit one of our local locations in person, 11500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchinson's Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the information.
1: All right, Cody, all that, right. that wasn't too too ranty. I thought it was pretty good. But coming oh, up next, no. I have a feeling he, Cody Ryan is going to get a little ranty when we come back for the Game Warden Field Notes. Catch that next on the flip side, or you can check us out live at our website, or you can check us out all week at theoutdoorzone.com.
0: ted nugent on the outdoor zone live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother tj whack them and stack them would you all right are we back we're back it's the outdoor zone live from the bunkhouse yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. And speaking of ranches, there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Check out farmranchstore.com. Our good friends over there, uh carry the best products. You don't have to go anywhere. Just order what you need, have it delivered to the ranch and put it to use. Farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done. Now it's time for this week's game warden field notes. <laughs> These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Texas Game Wardens issued fewer boating-related citations over Memorial Day weekend than they did in 2021. I was pretty proud of this to hear this actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a that's a good thing. They cited increased boating safety awareness and patrols by game wardens and other Marine safety officers as a contributor to a drop in incidences between Friday and Monday, 352 game wardens conducted 10,218 safety checks on vessels. Good job. I just, I I mean, I really wanted to congratulate our game wardens. Um, I mean, that's a lot of work on a busy weekend and a busy time to be on the water. They issued 62 fewer citations than they did last year. Texas game warden Colonel Chad Jones attributed this decrease to factors including expansion of boating, boating safety awareness outreach. First off, I want to commend those who conducted themselves safely and responsibly over what is a busy weekend, he stated in the press release. Our game wardens have really focused on increasing boating safety awareness over the past year, and I think it's starting to see some fruits of that effort. Combined with our patrols in Texas rivers, lakes, and coastal bays, we saw a general reduction in cases over the weekend. So, bravo to those out there boating, bravo to our game wardens. Game wardens did, however, respond to 15 boating accidents, six drownings that occurred on water bodies, including the Rio Grande, uh, the summer, uh, Lake Somerville Grapevine, Blanco River, Cedar Creek, and Lake Buchanan. Uh, I just, you know, it, it doesn't matter um, how careful you are. And, um, I mean, it's, it's always, always, um, you know, you, you've got to conduct yourself safely. It, it's a weekend that I, you won't find me out on the water. I thought it was funny. I kind of had the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it when you compare something to something else? It's this like a synonym you know, but it's actually, uh, anyway, I I think some people, some pastors that go to, you know, that, that run churches and, uh, they have a, a full church during Christmas, right. And their Christmas service, mm-hmm. they have a full service during Easter because some people only go to church Christmas and Easter. Right. And they, and, and some pastors call those the creasters. Right. Have you heard that before? (laughs)
1: No, I haven't.
0: (laughs) Welcome to church. We've got a full church today because it's creaster, you know, it's our creasters, the folks that only go on Christmas and Easter to church. Um, (laughs) I think there needs to be one for, you know, a, a term like that for boaters like you, Beefsteak, that only go out, take their boats out on, you know, on a weekend that I typically avoid, like Memorial Day weekend, maybe like. Beekinders or something along those lines, right? Hmm. You know, you take your boat out once or twice a year, maybe. (sighs) That is
1: not true.
0: It is true.
1: I don't go on Memorial Day. You warned me of that a long time ago. And it is true. I mean, uh, okay, so Beefsteak Family Reunion, the Disco Family Reunion, is going to be here in two weeks. They're all coming into my house. Or our house, I should say. And so there will be like 14 people ascending on, on the, uh, the casa. And one of the things they wanted to do was go out boating. And we couldn't all get in my boat all at the same time. So we're either going to split that up or we could go rent something, right? So I called around a couple places. Canyon Lake is what people really like Canyon Lake if you're going to do recreational boating and swimming, right? It's clear. Okay. It's clear. It's cold. I mean, it gets a little choppy because there's a lot of people out there. So I called him and I said, Hey, how much would it be? Blah, blah, blah. I talked to him and uh, I said, you know, the only thing is on Google, your Google reviews, man, they said that you had some really old, uh, ancient boats that were kind of tore up and, You know, got a a lot of bad reviews. He goes, okay, I'll tell you the truth. People that come in and want to uh, captain their own ship, they take that stuff out and they trash it. They don't pay attention to all the rules. They get too close to all the docks. They purposely try to beach it. They just don't care.
0: So you had a therapy session with with the, uh, (laughs) the boat rental company guy?
1: Right, and and so he goes, well, if you do decide to go out here, I'll tell you what, if you show me your boater safety, and you show me you bring some evidence that you have a boat and you're a safe captain, I'll put you in one of these new ones. We spent $200,000 on new vessels, but we're not going to give those to those weekend partiers. We're not going to let them tear up our good stuff. We're going to let them go take out their little party trash wagons and uh and because we have not had a good experience
0: so so you bought a boat that sits in your garage or does it sit on the side of your house
1: it's on the side of the house behind okay. the, a fence that was built you bought just a boat that it. sits
0: on the side of your house and you told me in two weeks your family's coming down but you're not going to take out your boat you're going to go rent another one i knew you would jump all over that we oh we gosh.
1: explored it because they talked about I think we're going to split it up into two groups and take the guys out one day and take the girls out the other day. And that way we could put everybody on the boat. But if you Mm try to get 14 or 15 people, you'd have to get a pontoon boat. And uh, I don't have one of those. Not that big. Uh,
0: Well, it's a good, I mean, do you still enjoy having the boat, your investment that sits over there on the side of the house and,
1: you know, I explain it this way. They I used to get I used to kind of make fun of people that would buy a motorcycle and uh I was a daily rider, right? I mean, rode it every day to work, rain, shine, mud, sleet, snow, wore it one time with uh welding gloves because it was so dang cold and it was kinda icy. I mean, just true blue. And uh and yeah. We used to make fun. There were a group of us that would make fun of people that were just the weekend, put on the chaps and uh, and uh, pose that you're a, a ride, you know, a biker, you know that kind of thing, like a real rider. But yeah. then I got over myself and I thought, you know what? It, that's their business, and what I need to do if they're enjoying it, that's what we need to have is more people that enjoy it and are welcomed in, and uh, and that's what we're looking for, right? Your motorcycle
0: typically is going to start and run a lot better than a boat does that hasn't been running, right? Think about it. You got a lot of things that go wrong on a boat. And that's why we joke that it's a hole in the water you throw money into. That's (laughs) all a boat is. And if you don't use it, it's even worse, right? So motorcycle is going to be a lot less maintenance than that. I mean, if you got... As long as you don't have bad fuel in it, it's going to start and run, whether you use it once a month or twice a year or every day.
1: You know, there's a gas app out there where you can find ethanol-free gas <laughs> so you can fill up your uh, chainsaw. Change the
0: subject. I get it. Well, no. I'll change the subject to Austin's <sighs> new restaurant, hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Barn Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore... Are serving up regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from texas louisiana mexico they've got a huge selection really cool selection of fresh oysters they get them right off the plane right there they pick them up and they're fresh from all over the country all over the world i guess Uh, they have a wonderful uh house made bruschetta their po-boy sandwiches are direct uh they're direct from new orleans the bread is direct from new orleans i mean it's it's the real deal the shore raw barn grill owners rick Wahlberg and jim schneider invite you to join them at shore located on highway 71 west at the covered bridge just west of the y and oak hill the shore raw barn Grill, ShoreATX.com. atx.com go get you some coming up next a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor zone live right here we will dig into some real outdoor topics that uh you may or may not agree with but stick around it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the